Hello, hello, beautiful souls listening to this podcast. I'm so excited to have you all on this beautiful day. Today is a Thursday and it's basically the last month of the year. I'm basically so excited to share this episode today with you guys because I literally took quite a break on recording podcasts and recording my insights and and sharing my story. I had a lot going on this month and I'm going to share with you today along with some insights that I really consider um, you really have to embody, not only remember and learn but also embody before the end of the year. So to start off this episode, for those of you who are new here or who don't know me, I'm Elisabetta and I'm a quantum narcissistic abuse recovery coach. This means that when I help survivors, maybe like you or like your friends or like any other, to heal from narcissistic abuse, from narcissistic psychological abuse, I make sure you heal fully mind, body and soul. And this is really important for me because I really noticed that in this conventional society, in this Western world, we really focus a lot on the mind and not on the body and the soul, which are really crucial aspects for you to heal completely and to stop having the symptoms from complex PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. So now we're going to actually start the episode and I really wanted to start it because like two weeks ago I was really sick. I planned to record the um, this episode way sooner but I couldn't. I had to have to, some time for myself. So yeah, now I'm full recovered and just going full speed. Um, so yeah, this episode... I really believe that we need to talk about this, especially before the end of the year. So you just go with the embodied belief and the emotions according to this. So today we're basically going to talk about not only beliefs, as you might have guessed already, but also unconscious and conscious manifesting. And if you're asking already what the fuck is unconscious manifesting, I just consider this to be the manifesting that we do in our early, basically daily lives, when we manifest, like we manifest daily, we basically manifest all the time. And we have it like normalized to the point like we don't believe we manifest. We just believe normally that, you know, oh, I have such a bad luck or bad things constantly happen to me or, uh, you know, I have a curse, stuff like that, which... Honestly, you can have curses, you can have black magic, you can have like negative influences from people. But I think that the vast majority of what you have is actually your beliefs affecting your reality. And let me explain this a little bit on also my personal story. So like some months ago, this year, around like mid-year, I basically left um, my parents. And it was such a dramatic scene because they were so, you know, used to having me, um, you know, I was their supply. I was the scapegoat, basically. I mentioned this in previous uh, episodes. If you want to check it out, you can. But basically, 
I considered that it was enough. It was enough for me suffering. It was enough for me being miserable. And I just took the decision to leave. Um, I was 21. So I thought, okay, uh, this is it. I'm leaving. So after some days and with uh, some friends from university that they helped me, I basically packed my bags and the luggage and I just left just like that I just left for a friend's house and I lived with her for some time and after some time after a, uh, a month or so I had to obviously pick a place to rent and to uh, finally move out you know like my friend's house was the starting point and which honestly I'm so thankful that she decided to help me because uh, she could perfectly say no like oh I feel so sorry for you but I can't do this but obviously uh, she decided to help me as uh, with the other friends so which I'm so grateful for but we're not talking about this we're talking about beliefs today so the thing is at first I didn't notice this but now that I'm uh, seeing how the year went, uh, especially the last few months, and I'm seeing quite a pattern that I noticed, and it was basically because I I was healing, I started healing myself, but this happens when you're fully free from the narcissistic influence, you really don't notice like all the other patterns that you usually ignored. So when I was on my own, I fully started to focus on healing like completely on just uh, letting go and releasing all the patterns, all the toxicity that I had on my energy field, on my body, on my mind, uh, my emotions that they, this really didn't make sense, you know. So basically what happened is that the first uh, landlords that I noticed that uh, because I was I was with this lack mindset, you know, I wanted something cheap and preferably I didn't want to pay, you know, I was searching for something, you know, uh, there's here in Spain, I'm not sure in other countries, just let me know in the comments or just uh, DM me on, on Instagram, but here in Spain, there's actually options where you can offer your job, for example, your skills, like you can be a nanny or you can take care of the elderly part-time or even full-time, and they actually offer you um, like a place to live. Actually, like it can be a full house. This is called, I think it's called house sitting. Or they can offer you, in the majority of cases, they can offer you a room. But obviously, you have to be very careful, and especially as a woman, because, uh, you know, men, some men can um, take advantage of you. And I'm going to share my story right now, because I had some situations that really are going to leave like, whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> so, basically, the first landlords that I had, which were, I think, two, yeah, I was with two so what I noticed they had, they had a terrible um, temper, terrible anger issues, as we call it. 
and you can be like okay but i'm not ending this like this temper this reminded me of my father and obviously it triggered me so much because it was the same representation of uh, my father's issues but in another person so for example with the first landlord that it was free of course and uh, but he told me that it was free in exchange of uh, you know just having a bit of conversation with him because he was very lonely i didn't last like not even a day because i just settled in all my stuff and decided to hang out with my friends and uh, the day like the the time i i came back which was like 10 p.m it wasn't even 12 a.m but i came back i made sure to come back um before 12 a.m so when i arrived he was like super mad at me he was very upset he was like we need to talk uh tomorrow so yeah like next morning he started to scold me because he was very upset because i wasn't supposed to be the full day uh you know without him so i was like okay what the fuck is going on i think we agreed to I'm going to keep you, uh, I'm going to keep conversation with you, I'm going to, you know, chat with you, but it's, you're not going to, you know, just drop me down here. So, obviously, I had to choose another place. The other place that I chose after that was basically another landlord. He was also a man, an old man as well. And um, it wasn't free, but it was super cheap. And it wasn't even a room. I was basically, um, you know, sleeping on a couch in the living room. The good thing was that because I was healing, I was still healing, and I still am, um, you know, because this is a long journey. The good thing was that I didn't have to have the landlord, like, the whole day at home. I wanted to have like some peace and um, so the landlord was basically working uh, full time you know the whole day like he was uh, at 12 p.m. he was going to work and he just uh, arrived home at around like 10 to 11 p.m. Uh, so yeah I had like the, uh, the full day for myself that was the good thing. The bad thing, obviously, I didn't have my privacy, so I was, like, sleeping on the couch. Uh, one of the things that happened was, like, at first, like, when we were getting to know each other, he sat next to me and he started, like, asking me questions, like, uh, what do I work with and how I am doing and stuff like that. And he, like, touched my, uh, my cheek, like in a very you know inappropriate way because i was super confused like what was going on is this supposed to be happening nobody told me this but something inside of me said this is not this is not right uh so i just ignored it because it was like you know the first day and i wanted to have a place to sleep uh basically because i was also having uh issues with the other landlords so i had like a new place i had to have a new place uh like fast so i just ignored this 
and you know like days passed weeks passed and i had quite a couple incidents with this man like first of all i accidentally burned the you know the thing you use to cover uh the basically the microwave the plastic bowl so i burned it because i mean he told me something like the microwave was using like the oven or something like that but it seems that i basically zoned out so i didn't pay much attention to it and then i burned it and he got pretty upset with it and it just I just tried to keep the piece there and said, okay, that's okay, don't worry, I will just buy something. I will buy it uh, a new one in a Chinese store, which I ended up doing. Everything was fine. Like, no need to get upset. I'm going to buy it. Don't worry. So this passed. And then the bigger incident was basically that um, a woman came to his house and I think she was a date because uh, he invited her to have lunch and because it was in the living room I just left uh, outside for some time to let them have their you know their privacy time so basically when I returned they were already you know they finished and everything and they were just chatting and then I was like in bed just taking a nap and I noticed that she went to the bathroom. But like some time afterwards, I also had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> and this is where the, the moment, this is where it started. So I just went to the bathroom and I didn't just even check what was going on. But I did notice that this woman was like walking fast. She was walking really fast to the bedroom she was staying in. I thought, like, I felt this was a bit suspicious, but I didn't pay much much attention to it. So I just went to the bathroom, did my thing. And then I actually looked at the toilet and it was clogged. Like, it was super, it was clogged. Um, and it wasn't me. And I just connected the dots and I was like, okay i knew who was who did this i know now <laughs> but obviously my sense of responsibility and also my fear of you know upsetting him again took over so i was like okay i'm now in the bathroom i need to um solve this on my own i need to uh bring a solution to this Start, I started clogging the the bathroom and um, I was taking a little bit some time, you know, and I remember the landlord like asking me, hey, are you okay there? Why are you getting, uh, you know, away because I need to go to and I was like, it's okay. I'm I'm going now. One second. At the end of the this situation, I just had like lots of shit yeah i'm going to be super uh, <laughs> i'm going to be super honest right now here and maybe it's going to be uh, too much information you can choose to close it podcast if you don't like this but i had like all the shit and all the um all the napkins and all the papers there on the floor it was really disgusting and it was really messy 
uh, but I just ended up declogging the toilet on my own. And um, yeah, I just asked the landlord for some plastic gloves and, you know, the all the utensils to just clean it up. Um, and instead of, you know, like, just telling me everything and okay and just letting me do my thing he actually got upset but really mad and really angry he started yelling at me he started like saying things like women are no not only women like girls of the generation like generation you know the millennials and uh, generation that are so useless uh women are only uh worthy for you know combing their hair like people like you do nothing stuff like that I still remember he started yelling at me and telling me things and I was trying to not only um not only like clean everything but also trying to calm him down like saying it's okay I'm cleaning it up I'm solving the situation don't worry so he was like a man of around his 60s or so or uh, like mid 50s and he was yelling at me like what is going on like i truly believe older generations have lots of unprocessed trauma and i told him as well that it wasn't me who unclogged the toilet i just didn't know i didn't notice until i just finished my thing I told him all the time and he was like, no, you women don't, uh, are useless, stuff like that. <laughs> and uh, yeah, basically he was yelling all the stuff. Yeah. And when this uh, event, it ended, I remember, I think it was like next day or a couple of days afterwards that he just told me, um, I can't keep up with you. Uh, I leave you like 24 hours to find another place and you're you're out of here. Uh, this also happened because he was um, searching for another another person to rent, like giving me pressure, you know. And he actually found a woman and the woman was like, okay, I'm going to be here. Yeah, this is a nice place. And um, yeah, so he was like, okay, 24 hours. Um, you're out of here. I was so... I was so depressed. Like, not not sad. Not even upset. I was so depressed. I was so anxious. I was so stressed. And obviously, I couldn't just call my um, abusive household for help. Because they will laugh at me. They will, like, mock me. Any survivor of narcissistic abuse knows that you prefer anything than going back to your toxic family so i had to do everything on my own and it was very stressful because i i never did this before like it was all new to me so i remember just praying to god to source to everything um just crying silently because he was already sleeping it was like 1 a.m 2 a.m I was um, just without sleeping. <laughs> I was, um, yeah, until 4 a.m. I didn't sleep, actually, I remember. I did a ritual 
that one uh, tarot reader told me, which I'm very grateful for, which is like quantum leaping and like sending uh, your wish to the future, like your wish from the future, you send it to the past. This way you manifest it faster than usually, like what usually people tell you about manifesting. So yeah, I did this and um, at 4am or so, I like, I had the money and I uh, requested to rent at an Airbnb. And the next morning at 6 a.m. or 7, like I had the request confirmed and I could go to that place. And it was actually a good quality place, which I was pretty satisfied with, actually. Like it was super nice. So, yeah, this was a part of um, the father wound, which I believe I was healing. The next um, situation or event that really put me to think in deep thought that told me that there's some, you know, issues that really uh, had to come to my attention was when I also had a free room, like they even um, shared their food with me. I was basically a nanny. I was taking care of the kids. So uh, the landlord in this case was a woman. She was an entrepreneur and everything was great. Like uh, at first we clicked because both of us, she had a business in, um, you know, in beauty care and um, stuff like that. And I have my own business in helping narcissistic abuse survivors, which by the way, if you're really, um, if you're really ready to work with me, if you resonate with what um, basically experience I really invite you to check my 13 week program becoming phoenix in this program you will heal completely from all wounds because this program includes like everything I'm learning and uh, that I learned from all these experiences and it includes like basically group coaching private coaching and you know even an online course so just let me know if you're interested and we can begin as soon as possible so you know aside from that um we clicked on very well because uh we both were you know business women and so at first i thought that we were both business women because um you know months passed like weeks passed and I started to find that this woman actually, she didn't have like the full growth mindset. I was going to say an entrepreneurial mindset, but it's basically the same. You know, growth mindset. The ability to actually see lessons in every situation and actually be able and be open to see every perspective from different angles. This woman, she was complaining all the time. Um, like I remember I was basically cleaning. I know that she was super stressed that she wasn't having clients and all that, but I don't think this is an excuse to be complaining all the time. She was even complaining to her own children. She had two children I was taking care of and she was complaining all the time 
And I tried to help her as well because I like I had empathy and I wanted actually to because we were both business women and I know the struggles that you have to build your business from scratch. So obviously not all days are um you know the best. But I remember I was cleaning the floor because not only she wanted me to take care of the children, she also wanted me to help with the house. Which at first I would I was thinking like okay that seems uh, doable, but I remember I was cleaning um mopping the floor and I remember she was like saying oh nobody helps me, like I'm doing things on my own. <laughs> I was like woman excuse me I'm right here in front of you. Obviously some other times like she acknowledged me, but basically what I was feeling is that this woman was the representation of my mother. Because also this woman was having like this take to criticize me all the time. Like I remember when I wasn't, uh, she didn't like how I cleaned like uh, the floor or the couch or whatever. She just sent me photos on WhatsApp and she told me, hey, this is badly done. You need to do it better. <laughs> like stuff like that. And... I remember just she sent me a photo and I was going to university and I was like having a panic attack on the bus on my way to university. I was like, woman, please, can you let me start the day? Well, <laughs> it was it was funny, but sad at the same time, because I was allowing myself to be with this uh, environment. It was like the perfect representation of a toxic relationship. The good days were the best ever the kids were amazing i really love children so the kids were amazing they were behaving so well i was teaching them you know morals and uh, things uh that they, they they didn't know um not only like i was teaching them obviously like english for example or like helping them to do homework but i was also helping them to learn other things like drawing for example i love drawing and uh, the children also learned to love it as well. So it was pretty fun. But on the bad days, it was it was unbearable. Because when the woman, the mother, was uh, in a bad mood, the children who I believe also had their own, you know, mental health issues, they yearned for her attention. And they also were in a bad mood and they also behaved very badly. And then that wasn't even the worst because they also complained about me to the lady, which was pretty triggering to me, you know, like betraying you in this way. I understand they are her children and she's the mother, but if there's an issue, please tell it to my face. Like, yeah. So all in all, all these issues, like the toxicity, her constant criticism, her constant complaining, like she wasn't happy with anything, it just led me to say, okay, I need to get out of here. I really can't. I really hope for, you know, teaching these children, like maybe for a year or two, but it wasn't possible. At the end, I ended up manifesting and pay attention because I'm saying manifesting, um, that the woman told me like, okay, some relatives are coming, so you need to choose another place. 
and I'm also going to do uh, going to have like a busy month. So I was like, okay, okay, thank you, because I was considering to tell her that I'm going myself, but she made actually my life easier by telling me, uh, you need to go. Um. So yeah, that's basically my story with this woman. Now with this story. And I hope it really wasn't a long story, but it's for you as a summary. Some of the lessons I ended up learning and actually realizing is that we attract what we feel we deserve. If you remember my story, you know that I was with a very angry um, man, all men, and with very criticizing complaining women and this was interesting because i grew up with the same type of people it wasn't new like i basically felt familiar with it so it's the main lesson that i learned on this experience is that we unconsciously manifest things if we don't consciously start healing our childhood wounds because the majority of wounds they um, originate from our childhood from having dysfunctional abusive toxic families if we don't make our wounds conscious we will manifest unconsciously this quote-unquote bad luck situations and this is also what my mentor um i'm so grateful for by the way but this is what my mentor told me and helped me to realize that our reality is basically a reflection of our beliefs and our trauma and our emotions that we have stored in our body so the way that we change the situations which at the end i just ended up living and choosing a way better place than i am right now but the way that we change the situation the way that we manifest and create and attract better people that actually appreciate us and better places is to check our beliefs and this way we check our trauma and we checked our emotions that we have in our body so in this episode i'm going to tell you what beliefs do you have what emotions do you have in your body that you still feel that they are true that's why you can't um, attract something you can attract basically happiness the happiness and the abundance that you deserve for example you might believe that you are not worthy of having a lot of money because you are in the spiritual field or you believe that you are not worthy of being rich because you are used to being treated like shit excuse me no this is not true so all these beliefs especially as narcissistic abuse survivors you pick up from your parents from your family or even from your narcissistic uh, romantic partner all these beliefs this is what you have to really um, work on and unpack and shift so you may actually a change in your life so yeah this is basically it i really wanted to notice for the next days 
if you are attracting or if you have for example if you have a really toxic job with a really toxic boss that doesn't validate you and is not seeing all the work that you are doing i really wanted to notice in this case what toxic pattern are you mirroring like are you attracting from people that abused you from people that really treat you so bad that you now believe this is all you deserve and this is this podcast is for survivors that really want to grow so i really appreciate you like taking your time to listen to the podcast and taking all this um all the steps into fruition and actually like working with them because the one who actually gets the help is the one who puts up with the work is the one that finds the time embeds the time the energy and even the money to actually put and create the reality that they wish they have and this is what i'm doing myself as well like i grew up so much i actually like put so much things and people and situations i wanted to have like for example my business and now i'm so grateful to have a team i'm so fucking grateful to have a team to help me um to just grow my business to help even more people even more survivors through the entire world i'm so grateful and things like that you can also make them reality like anything you really need to check your belief systems and your emotions because if you have like all these shitty beliefs about yourself i want to tell you you're not going to attract anything like i don't believe you can fake it till you make it you can't fake it in the universe and your soul because the universe taps into your frequency if you are vibrating at lack desperation being miserable and being a victim and i tell you yes you were a victim of abuse you maybe are a victim of abuse right now but you have a conscious choice to keep choosing to stay in the same situation or actually search for ways to get out this is something that you do have control over because you have free will and you can get out of any toxic situation when you ask actually for help so this is all for today thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode which i believe is the 14th one thank you so much i'm so grateful for having you all or this amazing community as we're growing we already have 134 listeners or something like that thank you so much and just tell me let me know how did you find this episode what did you like best like did you find these tips uh, of value to you did you actually apply them before let me know on instagram on your stories tag me that you're listening to the podcast episode and uh yeah thank you so much and don't forget to check the 13-week program if you're really ready to grow as a survivor and any of my offers that might seem suitable for you and for your needs so thank you again and see you in my next podcast episode bye